Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here on Tuesday morning following a three-day holiday weekend. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down four and a quarter cents at 5.92. We've got the soybeans down about 15 cents in the May contract at 13.64 and a half. March Chicago wheat up 10 and three quarters at 7.52 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat up 11 and a half cents at 7.56 and a half. March spring wheat is up 10 and a quarter cents at 8.88 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review. I could certainly use some more reviews on that Apple Podcast app in particular. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Help me to hit my goal of 5,000 subscribers. We're at about 3,600. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan. I've got a really nice subscription service I send out. A um, ton of information to my subscribers every single business day and actually on weekends too. Yesterday, I had a South American weather update. We ran through all of the um, uh, South American weather issues, what it means for the markets. But I have an email that goes out every business day in the morning uh, right before I start these live streams. There's a text text message service, um, all of those subscriber-only videos. There's one that goes out every business day and then some uh, when we're in weather markets. This is a monthly deal, guys. Cancel it at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. I will not try to sell you anything else. Um, rains returned to Argentina over the weekend, really on Sunday, and this is a big deal. This is expected, so we did not see a big flip-flop or any sort of significant change in the forecast over the weekend. What we saw was a confirmation of the forecast from last week. So, you know, really through all of last week, there was this expectation and the weather models continued to suggest that Argentina would see a return to some rain and some cooler temperatures this week. And that's exactly what we got. So there was some heavy rains reported in some areas over the weekend. And uh, this is a, a big deal. I think that the, the early planted corn is probably still in trouble, but your soybean crop, later planted corn, uh, this is a big deal for those crops in particular in Argentina. And you've got rain on the radar here this morning. And this is is going to continue uh, for another few days here. So they're going to get some decent accumulation in some areas. Uh, these are your key soybean growing areas here in Argentina. You know, some of these uh, western areas and maybe some of these southern areas, you could argue, uh, still on the drier side, but this is an ongoing rain event. And uh, that's part of the reason why the market's off today. But again, guys, there was no big shift or or flip-flop in the forecast. You know, the, the bean market down 15 cents, the corn down four. That's not a big deal at all following a three-day weekend in a weather market. So this is pretty much as expected. And yeah, the markets are easing a little bit on this, but no major surprise here or any big change, nothing like that. Brazilian soybean harvest is slightly slower than expected. They've had rain, of course, in central and northern areas. Uh, Well-followed private group AgRural said that... Um, Harvest was 1.2% complete through, I think, Thursday last week. Uh, that's up from last year's pace, but they said that the work is slightly slower than initially expected due to rains in part of Mato Grosso, uh, which is Brazil's top soybean-producing state. They noted that uh, early yields in Mato Grosso are very good. Early yields further south, however, are very bad, and they have suffered as a result of drought. And you look at those rains that hit Argentina, uh, they did not hit a lot of southern Brazil. So I think that the problems in southern Brazil persist, and that's why you've seen the crop estimates reduced in those areas. We've got a crush report from NOPA this morning. This will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. Uh, NOPA is the National Oilseed Processors Association. They represent 95% of all U.S. soybean processors. We're looking for essentially the second best monthly crush number on record. 184.99 million bushels is what's expected. Uh, that's what traders anticipate was crushed uh, during December. Uh, that would be up from 179 
nine and a half in November. It would be up from December of last year. Uh, if this number is confirmed, that 184.99, it would be the second best on record behind only October of 2020 when we were just above that 185.2. Uh, crush margins here in the U.S. are very, very good. Domestic processors should be uh, crushing soybeans at, at near capacity here. Uh, the, the margins are good. Um, so that should continue here, I think, uh, for a little while, certainly. We did have some flash sales of corn and soybean meal reported on Friday. Nothing really impressive here. 100,000 uh, corn to Mexico. That's about 4 million bushels for the current marketing year. And then there was a separate sale of 100,000 metric tons of soybean meal reported to Spain for next year. Again, small sales. We'd like to see China return to the market, whether it be for soybeans or for corn. We just have not seen that. We haven't seen any real big flash sales in a long time. Uh, the UK is sending weapons to defend Ukraine from a possible Russian invasion. Uh, the BBC is reporting this morning that Britain is supplying Ukraine with short-range anti-tank missiles. Britain's defense secretary said that a small team of British troops would also be sent uh, in order to provide training. He said there is a legitimate and real cause for concern that the Russian troops, which number about 100,000 near the Ukraine border, could be used for an invasion. So we will continue to watch this story closely. I know there's been a lot of back and forth here. It escalates, it de-escalates. But the way that this looks, I mean, there's certainly the possibility of a Russian invasion into Ukraine. And why do we care about that? Well, Russia and Ukraine are projected to be the world's number one and number two wheat exporters this year. Uh, Ukraine is also a big uh, corn exporter. They've provided us with some competition. If you see a disruption there and exports out of the Black Sea region are disrupted, that is something that is actually potentially a friendly item for our U.S. markets. It could steer some additional export business here. So that is a story that is absolutely worth watching. Crude oil traded its highest level since October of 2021 uh, this morning overnight. Um, that's the highest trade in, I'm sorry, since October of 2014, uh, highest trade in seven years. Highest trade in seven years for WTI crude this morning. Um, we peaked at 85.74 in that nearby February contract. Uh, a lot of things going on here, re really two big things. There was an attack on the United Arab Emirates by a group aligned with Iran. Um, that it, it resulted in some additional tensions in the Middle East, I guess you could say. And tensions in the Middle East, of course, are always positive, the crude market. And then I think that uh, concerns regarding this new uh, virus variant have had an impact on People thought they'd have an impact on oil demand, and they really haven't. Those concerns have faded. So you've got more optimism regarding a strong economic recovery, essentially. And um, that's where we're at here in crude this week. So very, very strong trade. The cattle market finished the day uh, higher on Friday. Cash cattle was 135 to 136 in the south, 137 mostly in the north. The boxes were up. There's still some concern regarding uh, slaughter capacity because there's been virus issues at some of the um, – uh, cattle processing plants. In the outside market, we do have a cattle on feed report on Friday as well. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is up just marginally. The S&P is down 48. The Dow is down 290. Stocks under a little bit of pressure. Uh, the bonds are down. Precious metals are mixed. Crude oil is up $1.08 in the March WTI, 84.38 last trade. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.